Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. And this is episode 13 coming at you. And it is, well, it's Friday. <laughs> Friday the 13th. Um, just a little superstition for y'all. But I'm like, I'm really excited. You know, I can't believe it. Started this podcast ooh, November, December, January, February, March, April. It's been about five months in. It's kind of crazy to think about that five months of really <laughs> doing this and it's been rewarding you know been a couple ups been a couple downs with it it's really something that's a hobby for me so um just doing it it's just it just feels good to like you know get some things I guess on wax or whatever you want to call it and you know just talk about my experiences um along with this though is you know as in life there's some changes and that change is going to come <laughs> and this and a part of that is, um, I, um, I don't know if you guys have seen, whoever's listeners, but my show is no longer hosted on the app Podbean. Uh, this is really just some logistical things. I feel like the new software, new app I was using would just be better in terms of, like, recording and different features it had, so kind of decided to switch over. Along with that, um, there was some feedback I did get. Really appreciate you guys when you give me feedback for the podcast, just really do. Um, one of the things was, you know, maybe starting off with my, <laughs> my church announcements or <laughs> my home, just some, um, housekeeping stuff. So that's what I'm going to start doing. Um, it was a friend of mine who listens to the podcast and that, um, who gave me that suggestion. So it makes more sense in the long run, in the long run, just because, you know, as you start recording and you start getting to the end of the episode, you forget things and, you know, everybody doesn't like necessarily listen to the end. So it's just a good opportunity to really um, get everything said that I'm going to say in the beginning. So first thing is we're still hosted on or I'm still hosted on Apple Podcasts. I'm still on Spotify. I'm still on Stitcher. Uh, there might be a couple of new places coming soon. <laughs> so keep an eye out. Um, I do have a couple episodes I have one episode posted to YouTube right now, but I'm not sure what it's going to look like now. I have to kind of check and see. I might start being on YouTube um, as well as hopefully I can get on Google Podcasts. But as soon as that happens, I'll definitely announce it to you guys. Um, second thing is, so just something to do differently with this is every single week I'm going to have a listener's question. And the listener's question this week, given what our topic is and, you know, I'm going to just give it to you now is, self-care and what makes you happy so you know under the post where there might be a preview or anywhere that you can comment or even there's a on the new app anchor there's a little part of it that you can message me send me something that you do for your self-care routine or just something that makes you happy that you like to do and what i'll probably start doing is i'll start shouting them out on my story um between my personal profile and my uh podcast profile and you know the listener who who does it will get shouted out and you know it'll just be a little thing like a thank you to them basically good opportunity to get exposed to other listeners or you know maybe get your followers up <laughs> but it's just going to be a cool thing to do um along with that there is no content creator of the week but if you are a content creator or you know business person however you kind of quantify yourself however you like define yourself in essence um basically take me up on instagram the underscore awkward ambivert and also the underscore a dot a dot c dot g 
underscore show. Sound like I was doing um, Navy Banner. <laughs> to the M, to the I, crooked eye, crooked eye, eye, crooked eye, crooked eye, humpback, humpback. <laughs> uh, Tim Poynton, I get, get where that's from. I don't, I don't know if any of you ever played Def Jam. Uh, fight for New York anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the underscore A dot C, the underscore A dot A dot C dot G underscore show. And if you DM me there, tell me about your business, tell me about your page, um, and just give me a little short DM and I'll read it on air and I'll also shout you out via the Instagram. So yeah, that's um that's about our, our housekeeping things right now. <laughs> that I wanted to get into. Um, now let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. So, uh, one thing I've been finding as I've been recording and going through the weeks is, you know, sometimes you have creator's block or you have you hit like the little snafu. I find myself kind of getting to that point. Not that I don't like doing this because this is really just something that's cool, it's fun doing, it's fun interacting with people, doing something differently, you know, getting feedback, having people really actually listen, and some of y'all really do be listening, shout out to the people who listen, we'll get into that too in a second, um, y'all really the MVPs, especially the ones who shout me out, not the ones who don't shout me out, y'all mean any less, but just the ones who do shout me out, and the ones who are telling me, who are listening, and stuff like that, even the ghost listeners who aren't saying anything, just shout out for everybody who's listened, shared, talked about it, you know, anything, I really do appreciate you guys, but, um, just getting back into what I was saying, but sometimes you kind of have, a, you run into a creator's block, and I found myself kind of getting to that point a little bit, just finding some creator's block, um, the last couple of weeks, what I wanted to record about, and especially dealing with corona, <laughs> um, you know, what I really mentally want to talk about, and, you know, get into, because, you know, some topics are like, yeah, I'd rather save that for later. Some topics are like, I just don't feel like having the mental capacity to deal with that. I don't feel like doing a deep, deep conversation. So it's just been kind of that struggle. But I think I came up with episode, um, well, not really I, because it was a couple of listeners who helped me come up with episode with their suggestions that I think would be perfect for this week. Um, <laughs> for this week, I'm not talking about the Rona necessarily, but it, it might get bought up a couple of times, but that ain't really that focus of this episode. It's a fun episode that mixes a little bit of serious with a little bit of, you know, a little bit of fun. Um, but one of the things that um, was suggested to me, one of my friends, actually, listener, you, you, um, not a, a listener and also a guest, she was on the episode about the pharmacy students. She's a first year pharmacy. She said I should do an episode about self-care and what that looks like. And, you know, I thought about that. And I was like, I think that'd be a good suggestion. I don't want to necessarily dedicate a whole episode to it just because I wasn't sure um, what that would look like. And also, I don't have a whole bunch to say on it. I think it would be good to mix it with the episode. So I'm going to get into that. So I'm going to talk about that. Other episode came from another listener um, who took place in one of my like Instagram, I guess you could say, not quizzes. What is it? Um, Instagram polls. Is that it? No. The, whatever the post the question thing is where you can like get feedback um one of my friends I went to school with um E <laughs> appreciate you um she said um maybe a good topic to talk about would be hmm I think she was saying you know what are some things you're passionate about and also some things that you are um happy that make you happy 
as a person. And I want to do a full episode on passions because I can talk about that for a long time. And, you know, I might do something a little bit different for that episode. <laughs> Cardi B impression, but um, I might do something. So I may not talk about that necessarily this week, but that'll definitely be an episode that'll come soon. Y'all got to hold me to it. I've said it on air now, so it's out. <laughs> but um, I think the perfect two that align with each other this week are self-care and what makes you happy just because those things kind of combine and work with each other so to start this episode off i wanted to do um do some little studies and you know say i want to give you that a full definition of what self-care actually is so while looking this up in my five minute google search because i'm be honest i wasn't doing a full length search I, I, I don't I, I didn't feel like it <laughs> keeping it a buck um I came across a definition from dictionary.cambridge.org sounds pretty legit or website <laughs> and it said that self-care is is um defined as the act of caring for self when you are sick or to stop yourself from becoming sick uh hmm a, or it's a situation which children care for themselves when their parents are not at home um I don't necessarily know if <laughs> that's how I would totally define that. Um, mm, er, here's a better definition. <laughs> this one's from Oxford. Um, it's the practice of taking action to preserve. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I can see my, my secret shame. I can't read <laughs> out loud. The practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. Boom. So that's the definition I want. The other one, I guess it kind of makes sense too, is, you know, when you are to practice self-care, you are either taking care of yourself when you're sick or keeping yourself from getting sick. It all kind of encompasses each other. But um, I think the definition um, from Oxford was spot on. The practice of taking action to preserve or improve oneself, ultimately. That's all self-care is, you know, at the end of the day. I think... <laughs> When we talk about self-care and we think about self-care, um, first off, it's a, it's not a, I don't want to say it's a new concept, but I think it's a more commonly accepted concept that we're getting into nowadays. Because um, honestly, like, it's what, two, it's 2020 now. Um, back in two, 2010, 2010 and all that stuff, you know, people wasn't talking about, like, self-care like that. At least not in my circles. Maybe because I was in middle school or whatever. But, like, self-care wasn't like the the norm word that wasn't like a word that I heard a lot of like it wasn't something that was like I don't I don't know it just wasn't a thing that I heard I won't say until probably like when I got into my junior senior of high school and definitely in college did I really start hearing the word self-care and you know using that definition and I'll say it probably became more widely accepted um just because you know in the world that we live in and especially in the country that we live in it's sometimes seen as, not sometimes, it really, it's seen as, like, if you work hard, you know, and you bust your behind, and you're working, and you're killing yourself, and stuff like that, you know, oh, you're doing the best job that you can do. Simple as that. But not often is it times where, you know, you have people kind of, like, go against that and say, hey, you know, you need to take care of yourself, too, because, you know, either when you do do that, the person might be seen as lazy or, you know, it, it becomes a thing of, oh, you know, and this is where I say, um, <laughs> I, I forgot what somebody named it uh, on Twitter. I love Twitter. 
even though I'm taking a little break from it, I'm, I, I try to be on it as least as possible as I can be. But um, Rise and Grind Twitter, <laughs> they try to say, man, if you aren't, uh, if you aren't working a nine to five and then five to nine and you aren't up at the crack of dawn and you're not up at 4 a.m. and you're not doing this and you're not doing that and da 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 which is fine and good because there are going to be times and periods in your life it's 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 seasons you know just like god says i'm a christian i have to get churchy not getting churchy today but there will be a churchy episode <laughs> um um but yeah there, there are seasons for that and that's definitely important you know there will be seasons where you're going to grind out and you're going to have to be in a place you're going to have to work hard and you have to do it it's the only way to get ahead and it's the only way to, you know, maintain what you have. But I think the thought process too during those times is that you have to have some type of self-care routine and that you still have to take care of yourself at the end of the day because, you know, too many times you hear the story somebody has worked their butt off um, and we're back to not cussing this episode if I can hold it in. <laughs> um, there are too many times where we have people like they they work for 20 30 years and they're working they're working they're working they're not taking care of themselves and then when they retire you know either they get sick and they get very sick and they, it's been from years of neglect and not taking care of themselves and something happens to them they don't even get a chance to enjoy retirement or you know they 40 years old working this stressful behind job and they drop dead because they never took a t- took the time to have a freaking vacation or something like that you know and it's cool and it's fine to be a hard worker and stuff like that, but not to the point where you kill yourself. There has to be a balance, you know, and I, you know, that's, that God talks about that too, you know. There's a time, there's, there's a, um, when he talks about the seasons, you know, there's a time to mourn, there's a time to be happy, there's a time to fight, there's a time to protect, there's a time to love, there's a time to hate, there's all these different time periods. You have to have that balance of that, that yin and yang within you to understand that because if you're just doing one thing you're going something's going to fall to the wayside and when it comes to self-care that's why it's important you know and self-care is um it's physical it's mental and spiritual and i think the um <laughs> the thing as i was saying it's such a new concept that i think it gets misconstrued a lot that people think of self-care is Oh, taking a bubble bath and you're painting your toenails or you're, you're, you know, meditating, not, not making fun of meditating or something like that, but does that is actually a form of self-care, something I want to get into, um, just quieting the mind, but like, it looks one specific way, you know, for some people that might be their self-care routine, but self-care does not have one broad definition it's not one it's one specific thing it's very broad it's whatever it looks like for you self-care for you could be taking 10 minutes a day and (laughs) laughing at memes or something like that self-care could be reading self-care could be you know watching a movie after a long day self-care could be gaming after a long day self-care could be taking a hot shower and just you know listening to music in a shower self-care is whatever you define it as as long as it's doing something that helps take care of you, you know, and that's being of a of a benefit or a benefit to yourself, you know. If your self-care involves you, you know, causing some type of self-harm to you, then that's not self-care, of course. And, you know, that can be in many different ways 
however you define that. But self-care is generally things that are helping you, you know, decompress um, <laughs> and kind of relax, you know, after a long day or just, you know, do what you got to do. Self-care, I'm just talking about, you know, we also talk about sometimes it gets misconstrued as just being mental and, and emotional, but self-care is also physical. Self-care is going to the gym, you know, if you run or, you know, walking, going for a walk down the street. Self-care could be, you know, eating healthier, drinking your water, you know, making sure you do all those things. It, it comes in many shapes and forms, but it doesn't only mean it's one way. How I do things is not necessarily how you do things. Oh, self-care is also one quick thing. Just getting back on an emotional or mental thing. Um, but self-care could even be praying. That's a, that's a huge form of self-care. You know, a lot of people, you know, have religious backgrounds or overtones in their life. For you, praying to God because he is ultimately the best self-care. <laughs> or not self-care, he's the best person to, you know, take care of you. That's a form of self-care right there. It's anything that you see it as being ultimately um it's not it's not one way and i think that's one thing we got to understand with each other is that we're not a monolith we literally have 15 different ways <laughs> to uh to do that um also another part to this is self-care is not always pretty too um when i was saying the the, the part about you know bubble baths and this and other i think you also had to realize too self-care is not always pretty Self-care is also sometimes targeting those not-so-pretty, toxic, or however you want to put it, parts in you that just aren't, that ain't it. <laughs> it really ain't it. Um, it could be looking at yourself in the mirror and, like, really staring at yourself and saying, do I like the person that's there? And if you don't, that's not always a pretty thing. Self-care could be taking an assessment of some things or people that you hurt or things that you've done in your past and saying, you know, I want to improve how do I want to go about doing this? Um, self-care, it can be... Self-care can be... Mm, journaling and reliving some of those old traumas and working through those things. Self-care could be therapy. Going to therapy, talking to somebody, you know. And that's not always pretty. Self-care, it, it's not always a... Uh, a romantic act or something that's just it comes easy self-care really can be it can be an ugly thing it can be a very difficult thing but that's where you have to realize you know a part of taking care of yourself and part of being your best you is it's going to be some hard moments and some hard times currently going through that right now just being transparent you know trying to get to a point where i feel like my relationship with god is good again and you know getting into really praying and Leaning onto his understanding and um, reading the Bible and stuff like that. And sometimes it's difficult. You know, sometimes you're like, eh, I don't feel like it or I'm tired and all that stuff. And, you know, it's eh, it's not always the best thing because, you know, you can't you can't get tired of what you're doing and like with God. And that's a whole other conversation. But like it's 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 something that it's it's a lot <laughs> sometimes. But. That's where you have to kind of like, you know, look at the situation and be like, okay, hmm. even though it's a lot or even though I feel a certain way or whatever about this, I'm going to continue to to do this and I'm going to stick with it. And that's another thing. Self-care is consistency <laughs> and working through some of those things and doing those things. It's 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 not one way <laughs> ultimately at all. Um, that's one thing I'm learning, too. 
um, with the self-care journey myself. I've I've always been the person that's always been the best when practicing self-care. There's been times in my life um, where I definitely have put others before me or put thing, other things before me. And I'm like, you know, and now that I look back, I'm like, dang, that was really a toxic way of looking at it. <laughs> um, times where I've verbally said out of my mouth, oh, as long as those people are good, I'll take care of myself last. I'll take care of myself last. I'll take care of myself last. And that's not good. You can't always do that. You can't take care of yourself last because when you take care of yourself last, you're saying to yourself that I, you're sometimes saying to yourself, I don't deserve to be, you know, first. Or I don't deserve to make myself a priority. And that's not the case. You have to make yourself a priority. You have to do that because when you're, you're putting everybody in front of you, it's all the saying, you know, an empty cup, you can't pour anything from an empty cup. If you're filling yourself up constantly, and you're giving, you know, yourself time to to fill yourself up, whether that's, like, taking a break or, you know, making sure you're mentally checked in and all that stuff, you are able to, to really, essentially, <laughs> get to where you need to be at. Um, and you're able to help other people, but when you don't have anything to offer and you've made, you've exhausted yourself so much, you don't have anything, you, you can't help any other people. And that's, that's just it. You're not, you're not really doing yourself a service. You're being really selfish in a sense. If you want to think of it that way, you're being selfish to yourself and you're being selfish to others. Because if you have purpose and you have things that, you know, you're, you're living in that you need to do, you got to be your best person. You got to be your best self. And that's just straight up. Um, but along with that, um, just that realization I had, I had to, you know, take times where I had to step back, you know, and just assess myself and my situation um in college in general just like just things i'll say college in general because you know offer college graduate and stuff like that and there's times where i've been like you know hey i need to you know even with my job more specifically i was an RA. times like hey i need to take a step back for a moment you know they're fine as long as it's not an emergency take the night off don't um you know go enjoy time with my friends go here do something or, you know, hey, I'll let you guys know I'm not answering my door at this certain time today. I had a test in the morning or I just had a test. I just need some time for myself or whatever. Things like that. Because um, there's a couple times I was just tripping. I was tripping, tripping. Like, I was wilding. Like, one time, <laughs> it is not funny, but I can laugh at it now. Um, but I was just, in reality, I was really tripping. I had gotten, what, what was it? So... If I was an undergrad my last year or whatever, I had I had, I used to take allergy shots. And part of the allergy shots is they basically are building up your immunity to the things that your allergy doesn't your body doesn't react well to, hence allergies. Um I think one time I had taken an allergy test or I had taken the shots and I had like a really bad reaction to them. I had like a really, really bad reaction to the point where I had to go like an EpiPen. Um, intake Benadryl and it was like so it was like so bad that I think I ended up going to the hospital the next day or whatever but in between that time I think whether that was um, I think it was the night before um, when I was told that the nurse was like hey you know hey you gotta go 
back to your room, just go to sleep. You're like, you have to rest right now. Of course, me being a workaholic or just being stupid, that's what it was, not being a workaholic, being stupid. I was like, I, had, I think I had to work or something like that. And, you know, I had a staff where I could ask them for help and stuff like that. And that's stuff that we did. If there was an emergency or something came up, we did we had to do to cover each other's back. But I think something wasn't working how I wanted the worker. It was like, it was like, a, it was a transition or whatever. But I was like putting myself in the mix of that and in the middle of that. And like, now that I think about that, I'm like, that was really the dumbest thing I could have did. And that was like the, um, that, that just didn't make sense. And that's probably why I ended up, I think it was the night before I had the reaction. I ended up going back to my room, told to go to sleep. And then the next day I ended up having to go to the ER. And that probably contributed because, you know, not sitting down, not resting and doing stuff like that. And I'm up and about being hyped up about it or just concerned about that. I should have just did what I was supposed to do. But that's just an example of like, you know, you got to take care of yourself and put yourself first in those things. And that's one thing I realized, you know, just working just in general, you know, for, for relationships and stuff like that, you, you can't always make yourself available. You can't always, you know, you can't always be the first one, you know, to jump up and stuff like that. Sometimes you got to take your time for yourself because you either you can start resenting it or resenting people and stuff like that. Or you can just start feeling like, I don't know, you start feeling things that aren't really there. And it's not fair to you or the people who are around you when you start doing that. And that's how I ultimately feel about that. You just have to take that time for yourself. It's essential. It's essential to yourself and your relationships. Um. So, hmm. there's actually going to be a, a lag or delay in audio, y'all. So, I'm just letting you know. Um, when I get back <laughs> um, in the next part of the episode, we talked about self-care and everything like that um, and what that looks like. Um, but I'm going to talk about what makes me happy. And that's also part of self-care, too, is finding things that make you happy and finding things that allow you to, you know, relax and kind of get into a better headspace. See you soon. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> welcome back. Um, it was a little short, probably lapse in audio. Um, I just had to go out and handle some stuff. I mean, you got to go, you got to go. You got to do, still got to do things during this time. Um, but, you know, previously, you know, on a first part before the lapse in audio talked about self-care and stuff like that and how some and just you know how sometimes self-care isn't always that pretty and stuff like that but it's very necessary um but it 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 kind of is what it is it's not it's it's a necessary thing you know if you go your entire life without good coping skills and stuff like that you'll never grow not how you want it to, not how you want to, but, uh, <laughs> kind of when I kind of talked about enough of the, the heavy stuff and I'm sure in maybe another episode, maybe I'll take a deeper dive into self-care and what that looks like and stuff like that. But as of right now, I think that's kind of what I wanted to, to say on that. If someone comes back, it comes to me before, <laughs> um, I upload, I'll probably add it in retroactively, but now other part of the episode. So, things that make me happy. Uh, I actually made a list of things. 
Just because I, I really sat there and I was like, what are some things that make me happy? When you think about it and you, like, you, you're just, you know, you're kind of faced with that question. It's kind of, like, weird at first because you're like, man, what makes you happy? Even though you know there are things, but it's like, it's when you have to really assess things and think about it. It's like, hmm, what it, what is it? And it's kind of weird. <laughs> you know? It's kind of, like, awkward. It's like, what really makes me happy? Not to say you don't have anything, but it's like... <laughs> How do I describe it and like how do I do without sounding weird? But this is my show and I can say whatever I want. So <laughs> I really don't care how it comes out sounded. I kid, I kid, I kid. But um, yeah, things that just make me happy. Just starting off, having time for hobbies. So I have a couple of different hobbies, or just things I guess that I like to do. I don't really want to call them hobbies because it feels like this is recreational time. Um. Gaming is one, definitely, that I like to do. Um, I have a put have an Xbox, not a PlayStation, <laughs> Xbox One. Um, had a Switch, uh, not a Switch, a, a Wii U, but that's obviously a dead console. But, of course, mainly I play my Xbox One now. Um, most of my games I do are, like, action-adventure games. I have a lot of anime games, so Naruto, 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 more Naruto. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, which is, like, the newest game that I, I, I'm playing that I really enjoy right now. Um, but just gaming in general. I don't find a lot of time I have, like, I don't find I have a lot of time for gaming anymore. Or I just don't be in the mood to turn on my Xbox. But definitely during this time, um, I found I had more time. And I said, I'm going to turn on my Xbox. I want to play. I haven't played it in such a long time. And I really just rediscovered, like, my, I guess, my love for gaming and stuff like that. And just really just how it's it's fun to just you know be put to the challenge or to you know try to figure out a puzzle here or something like that or do something or just really mindlessly go into something um sometimes in life you just we get so caught up in the hustle and bustle things you just need a you know and a little bit of an escape sometimes you know and that's what gaming is for me it's like an escape and this is it's an escape and it's a fun interactive escape you know you get immersed in the story of like whatever the storyline is it a game if it's a game that has a storyline or you get into the gameplay and just the fun of you know of what that looks like i'm a person i like games with like multiple powers and like basically adventure games where you can always power up your character that's always fun to me and it's just like fun using the different combinations and figuring out how this interacts with one enemy and how to like you know do weird cool tricks in the air and stuff like that and you know get the new areas that's stuff i enjoy doing i'm not much of a, a shooter uh a gaming uh, like the shooter games i don't really be into them as much like i i probably the last time i played call of duty was our own call of duty man it's been like been like seven or eight years honestly it's been a while since i played call of duty it's just they got boring after a while and i just wasn't interested in them plus i didn't have a, a new gen console at that point in time so for me to play them you know i wasn't playing online because most none of my friends had uh the console i had i had a wii and i was play, trying to play it on that and that was terrible <laughs> terrible but you know playing online there you know, it wasn't a point, so there was nothing that really kept me, um, you know, going as far as wanting to buy them. Plus, it just wasn't, it wasn't, like, something 
Like, there are other games coming out, and it's like, okay, this game's coming out versus this game coming out. I'd rather spend my money paying for this game than paying for something I don't want to play. <laughs> Simple as that. That's really how it was. Um, ultimately. So, now, I don't want to play them as much, but, like, yeah, fighting games sometimes is something I play, too. Generally. I play a fighting game every now and then. Um, most of the time, the fighting games that I play are probably, like, Naruto games um I like that style of fighting even though it's not really I guess a fighter fighter it's a little bit different it's a little bit more of like a free range thing just because it's, it's kind of different and there's space to like use strategy and do different things and stuff like that and there's so many characters especially in in Storm 4 that's my favorite game I really don't play well other than Mortal Kombat that's one fighter game I always buy or always play um, I haven't gotten a loving yet. <laughs> Way behind, but I figure when it gets goes on sale and stuff like that, I know the story and everything like that. It was alright. But, you know. When I get the money I played and like the thing about Mortal Kombat is Mortal Kombat is Mortal Kombat. There's nothing that usually they do that's like super you know there's nothing that's really super groundbreaking now. There's there's new things that are cool and features and stuff like that, but it's like if you play one, you've played most of them. So when I saw Eleven, I was like, eh, it's kind of like Egg. With better, like, improved graphics and, you know, mechanics as far as, like, the system was running on and stuff like that. It's, it's not saying it's a bad game. It's a really good game. But it's like, I can wait for it. I'm not really super, I'm not really missing something. Especially since I don't really play online like that. Now, if my friends had been, had bought it, you know, and I had friends on Xbox who had it and stuff like that. And they're like, man, we're about to buy this. We're about to play online and stuff like that. You need to get it. You need to get it. You need to get it. Maybe I would have bought it, but eh, I don't really feel need right now. But yeah, fighting games, adventure games, action games. Um, I guess some some sometimes two D scrollers are fun too. I like I like the art style. There's a game, Shanti and the Genie's Curse. Or Pirates Curse that I had and I bought Half Nini and stuff like that. Those games I really do enjoy. Those are those are fun games that you can really immerse yourself in and it's like hours and hours of just playing constantly. It's just mindless and stuff like that. <laughs> but enough about that. Um gaming is one one thing that I enjoy, but also and I guess watching anime or just being in the community and stuff like that. Um when I say I watch anime, I, I miss out on a lot. Um, during this time, I kind of want to get back into watching some. I haven't watched in a while. Then get caught up with some. Like, I need to get caught up with my hero. I need to try start my seven, what is it, seven deadly sins. And stuff like that. Anyway, like that, but it's like, I'm, I'm always a, I'm a, I'm an OG Naruto fan. I would defend him to the death. So anytime there's a time to debate or, you know, watch something that's around that, even if it's old content, <laughs> I'll do it. Because I just enjoy it so much. I, I literally grew up with Naruto. I remember being um, in Dragon Ball Z because Dragon Ball Z was more so like me and my older brothers. We bonded over that and just watching that always growing up and stuff like that. And it'd be on TV and we'd be in a room and we playing Budokai Tenkaichi and stuff like that. But Naruto was probably more so my own personal thing where like I remember being five years old <laughs> watching um, before school the Zabaza art and stuff like that and just being like, whoa, what is this? And I always like like 
the Asian culture, different Asian cultures and stuff like that. I like ninjas and more so Japanese. I said Asian because there's other things I didn't like that weren't necessarily Japanese, but like I've always been kind of engrossed in culture and interested by it. As a kid, I was like playing ninja and you know, like you know, dressing up as one for Halloween and stuff like that. So, you know, that was my thing. So that just kind of was up my alley. I like the magic and the cool part of it and the elements and stuff like that. So. Growing up, I watched that, and so literally from the time I was like four or five, when it first came over to America, because it came over in 2002, um, that's when I think it first started, the anime started, and then watching it grow up and on Toonami every every uh, every Saturday night at like 8 p.m., and then you had Zatch Bell, and <laughs> um, I think One Piece was on at one point in time, uh, probably got older. When I got older, it was when it came back, but like those are good times. Like, like just side tangent or side note, like tsunami back in the day, tsunami back in the day was fire. Like, nobody can tell me it wasn't. Tsunami, like, was <clears throat> when you really like tsunami, tsunami was like the, the, like the black, not black, tsunami was like the nerd place to go, like on a Saturday night or whatever. Like, if you were in the house or whatever, if you were in the house, and I mean, I was like. A kid at the time um <laughs> like that saturday night going in and like watching the anime the latest anime and you know they had they always hyped it up and it always was like this cool thing I always like tom and like this like the aesthetic of it that's what i always liked about tsunami and just like the real chillness of it and it almost made it seem like you know watching anime and watching all those things was cool even though like i said at one point in time a lot of stuff that we're we're looking at now that's like now mainstream cool wasn't cool back in the day like back in the day you know i guess myself dude wasn't about to admittedly say that's what he was watching anime and stuff like that if you did people would be like oh you watch that cartoon weird stuff no whatever what what are you doing (laughs) you weirdo you nerd um yes you get older oh you, you watch those weird ass cartoons and nerd and stuff like that or or even like, don't nobody watch that stuff and da 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 da. Like you, you got a lot of that. I would say probably growing up, I didn't get as much as that, but I've heard that before. I've just heard people say, "No, what is that?" <laughs> Mainly, but I've a couple times I've gotten. I think I've gotten that reaction. Um, but really, really like going through it, just being there in that space and watching it every Saturday night. I didn't have a lot of friends growing up, <laughs> so. There wasn't too many times I was over at a friend's house, um, spending the night or, or, um, anything like that, you know, kind of a weird kid, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there, but yeah, so that would be my Saturday night, so I've always, this Naruto, and watching Naruto and watching those shows, Naruto always has a, holds a special spot in my heart, and like, I want to get back into watching anime, more anime and stuff like that, because I have so many friends around me that watch stuff, and I'm just like, when they're talking about it, I'm like, eh, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and so I want to be a part of those conversations and stuff like that, but I guess my biggest fear or biggest thing for me is just not finding an anime that's going to make me feel the same way that Naruto did in, like, terms of, like, that's going to keep my interest. I tried Bleach. I really did. My friends can attest to this. Like, we really, we were in the room. We were watching Bleach. We really were. And I can say, story-wise, for characters and stuff like that, you know, kidding them, like, characters getting their shine and all that stuff, probably a better show than Naruto. Not probably, definitely a better show than Naruto, but because of 
focusing on all those characters, <clears throat> I got lost. And, you know, I was like, eh, I don't really, I'm not interested in this. Like, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't keep my interest here. Like, it was, it was a lot going on, so it was kind of hard. And, you know, the names weren't as easy <laughs> as they were in Naruto. So, you know, I have to give it another try. If I give it another try, I'm sure I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it, and, you know, appreciate it more. But I couldn't get into Bleach. And One Piece is just like, and I'm, I'm saying this to whoever listens, and even my friends, I get that it's on a hiatus right now. I think it is. I get that, you know, it's possible to catch up. I, I get this. I, I understand what you're saying. It's merely not that much. There, there, there's even filler. I get that. But let me tell you, that's a lot of watching. That's a lot of, of reading. And keep it a buck with you. I don't know if I'm ever going to do that. <laughs> I don't know if I want to devote, devote time to that. This would probably be the best time to do do that. You know, really devote to just getting caught up in in, in um, One Piece. But that's a full-time job. And I want to watch other stuff too while I'm, you know, cooped up in the house or uh, while I'm, or other animes and stuff like that. I don't want to just be watching one. <laughs> I want to be like engrossed in other ones and stuff like that. But um, I think definitely... As, like, you know, during this time period or just in general, I want to get more into different genres, too, of anime. Because, you know, there's the fight animes, there's supernatural stuff, but then there's more, like, the like the mysteries and just the normal stuff that's not necessarily um, just straight-up fight animes, as you call them, and stuff like that. Or, and definitely get away from Shonen. Because <laughs> Shonen kind of has some of the same tropes over and over again. But, yeah, anime is definitely something. They're talking about anime and just nerd stuff in general is a, a hobby of mine it's always good when you find another person you like you watch naruto and they give you the nod like yeah <laughs> you talk about who your favorite character stuff is it just makes me happy it, it makes me feel seen it's like a, um a thing of having community being understood and just like it's, it's just something that interests me and i enjoy too that's why i hang around the people i hang around i'm cool with the people I, i'm cool with we understand each other. We have an understanding of each other, if nothing else. But, um, as other hobbies, too, um, I just like surfing the internet, YouTube, and stuff like that. Watching YouTube videos, um, more specifically, <laughs> to watching YouTube videos and stuff like that. And I guess the gaming, uh, not gaming, the surfing internet, but that's, that goes with gaming. But, um, uh, watching YouTube videos, so, back in the day, um, about 09 or so. No, not even 09. It was 08. Because that's when I first got my computer. Like, 08, 07. I'll say 08. 08, YouTube. YouTube was my... That was, that was my thing. <laughs> I probably was getting to a point where I would watch more YouTube than I watch more TV. Um, especially once I got my iPod or whatever, which was, like, 2009, 2010. Or I had my, like, my own, like, connected devices. Um, but YouTube used to be one of my favorite things. All the creators back in the day, like, I remember watching YouTube go through the different phases and stuff like that. Um, when I got in middle, like, I guess high school, I wasn't watching it as much. I was using it, but it just kind of, I don't know, it fell off in terms. But just remembering, like, back in the day, like, I remember, you know, watching the first Shane Dawson video when he first came out, Fred is Dead. <laughs> and 
laughing at it and just being like, this is highly inappropriate. I love it. <laughs> and then going down a rabbit hole, watching all these crazy videos and then being one of those subscribers every week and that music every single week and watching him and then, you know, other YouTubers and the early YouTuber, early black YouTubers like Tippendale was on YouTube and watching him and his videos, like his grandma Shirley videos and, <laughs> you know, him and his brother, his Apple dance videos, <laughs> him and Apple store just dancing when he had the mohawk. And um, this is him being funny and hilarious. I'm trying to think of who, what are some other YouTubers? And of course, Dashy. I think Dashy came a little bit later, but like I saw him like collab with with um, with Tippin and then subscribing to him and him and his skits and like they would just be hilarious, especially the especially the Mortal Kombat ones he would do with um, Nightmare Cinemas and them and like the Ghetto whatever's and his Nasun dot com and all that stuff and even just the small YouTubers that I I can't even remember <laughs> their videos and stuff like that. It was just one of those fun things. It was it was a good time, you know. I could I could be on the internet for hours, getting immersed in it, and you know, doing different things. And it was useful too. You could always find good things on it. Like, you could find video games on it. You could find game guides. You could find different things on YouTube, and that's what kept me interested. And it was easier to binge watch YouTube videos back then because there wasn't as much content, and YouTube was more authentic in a way, you know. The YouTube that we know now is all. It's business. It's so business. And it's like the creativity and the soul of it's been sucked out of it. You know, it's about, okay, <clears throat> how many views can I get on this video? Or how can I get so many ads or, you know, clicks on this video? And then it's like the, like, I forgot who put it this way. Oh, I can't forget. I forgot Mystic, uh, Bugatti Bees, Trey Melvin back in the day. Trey Melvin when he was disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> he was very disrespectful. The 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 OG Trey Melvin fans know exactly what I'm talking about. Like he used to be reckless in his videos back in the day. He used to be he used to be saying some stuff like <laughs> he would he he stopped saying it because there's certain things you just can't say. Like he would say kill yourself and stuff like that. You can't say that now. That's not good. And I think he realized like there's power in the tongue and stuff like that. And the words that you say, it's not nice. But, like, that and <laughs> he just, he would just be tripping a while. And, like, he's a completely different person. He's a lot more open now and he's a lot happier for himself because, you know, um, just who he is and who he, him coming to terms of who he is as a person, you know. Um, and that was the thing about YouTube. When I say authentic, I mean, like, people would be on there being authentic or people would be on there using it as an escape from the things that they had in his life, their lives, like. I'm I'm not subscribed to Shane Dawson's videos now. I don't watch his videos now. Personally, I hate them now <laughs> as an OG fan. You know I mean, certain things you can't do and say now that you could then. And even within my own, like, growing up in wokeness, learning some things are really problematic. Like, the blackface and all that. Even though it wasn't meant in that form and fashion, just understanding, yeah, that's not okay and that's not okay and stuff like that. Some of that, um... Just realizing that, but his his early videos and content was it was, it was heartfelt. It was genuine. You could see him in them. I don't feel like that it lacks that now. I feel like he's kind of following the YouTuber um, equation now. Oh, Timothy Tega Ghetto, another one. Didn't really watch his videos as much. Never really subscribed. Just watched them on the side. But 
always kind of like these videos, but um, just YouTube in general, just it just the soul's not there now, you know. And it's still a hobby, man. I still hop on YouTube now, but I just don't feel the same. Like I, I can't. I don't have a YouTuber now who's dropping videos like skits and stuff like that, cause that's not what that's not that's not what's really selling. Even uh, Timothy De, De La Ghetto now, Timothy Chantaransu, cause he's going by his real name now. You talked about that. You know, you work, you put hours and hours into skits. You, um, if you're really up on the production and stuff like that, you might um, hire a crew. You, you know, you have two days of shooting or however long the shooting is. You edit for all these hours and, you know, you might get maybe a couple thousand views or if you're lucky, we'll say 30,000 views. He's a, he's a really high YouTuber. Or if he's lucky, maybe 50,000 views or 100,000 hundred thousand probably higher but those those mukbangs or you know the podcast and all that stuff the things that are i guess in since longer form of content or different content those are the things that sell now and so that's what's with a lot of people plus also two with the, the youtube thing it was for the weird kids. It was for the people who were outcasts. People like me kind of were, didn't really have friends like that. You'd, you'd be on YouTube. You'd be watching this stuff. You'd be into it. You would... You, you'd be cool with it. Like, it, that's, what, that's how I spent my time. If I wasn't at school or Boy Scouts or doing something, I was on YouTube. And that was, like, my community, <laughs> in a sense. You know, you'd see the fans. You'd see some of the crazy stuff. Um... But you be a part of it. These new YouTubers, some of these new YouTubers, it's just not authentic. You have like the, and not to sound like one of those old, oh, you you beautiful people and you popular people. But it's like, you know, a lot of it, 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 it kind of has become that. It's like, you know, YouTube was for the people who wanted to have a voice and where they couldn't have a voice anywhere else in society. And now it's like a business and it's like, everybody has a YouTube, which is cool. But it's like, it's kind of watered down in some ways. And like, you have, I'm not going to say names, but... There's some certain YouTubers or content creators who who aren't using it for a heart and stuff like that. They're really just using it for the money. And that's if that's what you want to do, that's fine and all that. But people can see that. And it sucks when you're being a dick <laughs> and being just awful and using the platform. But it sells to some people. It is what it is. But, um, yeah. <laughs> YouTube. Um, ooh, Nick. Not Nicktoons, but uh, CartoonNetwork.com. The games here <laughs> used to be lit. Uh, the Ed and Eddie Jawbreaker um, or Food Fight game was lit. The Grim, and, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy game was fire. The Avatar game on the cartoon on the Nickelodeon website was fire too. Um, the Kid Next Door game on Nickelodeon, not Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network was fire. Like all those games, all those. Teen Titan games all were fired. That's how I spent a lot of my time. <laughs> it was you was on line doing stuff. Um, had I probably in another life <laughs> decided to go into a different field and didn't want to pursue like the, I guess more of the health side of things, I could definitely see myself being like an IT person. Um, IT more so than the. Um, computer science part because I just don't like math that much or I have no interest in coding um but definitely IT just because I like dealing with computers and I like fixing problems and diagnosing and doing different things and working with software and stuff like that and it kind of comes natural to me so I could definitely see myself doing that 
if if it was for a different lifetime. Um, never know. I still may end up doing a little bit of that in my life, but who knows? <laughs> but um, that was another hobby. That's the final hobby. The most recent hobby I picked up. I like to read too. Most people don't real realize that about me. Um, I don't read as much as I I want to or I should. But reading is a big part of me. I've always liked reading growing up. That's something my my family. Um, we've always done well I know me and my mom did it more so um growing up she would read to me and from there like you know I, I joined a book club when I was like a kid or one of our neighbors like it's really lit it's really <laughs> amazing to like kind of live across the street from her she's like a and some ways really a civil rights I, I live across the street from the civil rights leader <laughs> like she was a part of like helping like integrate and integrate inter- integrate her her town um, um, when it came to busing and school and stuff like that, and she is a, she is a doctorate, and she's in education and stuff like that, and it's really cool, like, her and another woman who have a doctorate, um, who's a black chemistry, uh, doctor at that, um, and maybe even engineering, I think it was chemistry more so, her and her husbands are both engineering, probably chemical engineering, um, they decided to create a book club where first, as women, they would, you know, sit with other black women or, or people of really all backgrounds, sit, talk, you know, about books and stuff like that, and really just, I don't want to say, I'm trying to think of the words I want to use, um, they really got into the, the, the meat of, of books and discussing them and stuff like that, and out of that, they had husbands, and they bought their husbands in, <laughs> because their husbands would be interested in too, and it, it would be men and women in conversation and, you know, or adults in conversation. And they, they like, had their conversations and they decided to, you know, get a grant. And from there was birthed boys and girls in conversation. So it's um, it's women and men in conversation and then boys and girls in conversation. And it was it was a good, um, it was definitely something good to be a part of growing up. And especially because you read different books, you had the opportunity, free books and stuff like that. Food, discussion and stuff like that. Um, towards the end, I wasn't as interested and I didn't read as much. When we did a different thing, a revamp, I enjoyed that more. Um, working with that. Just because as I got older, I just wasn't reading as much as I should have been. Um, I, I wasn't. Just, I don't know why. Just wasn't interested in it that much. At that time, as much. But, um, I always enjoyed reading, like, fiction. Realistic fiction is one of my favorites. Fantasy um, science fiction, once again, nerd, um, of course, manga, <laughs> if I get my hands on it, um, historical fiction is cool, too, anything within that realm, I'm not a big person, I'll, you know, when it comes to more so the other books of different genres, um, autobiographies are okay, sometimes I'll, I'll read them, and stuff like that, but, I don't generally read them as much. The one exception I can say is definitely um, my old boss. He was actually a guest. Um, <laughs> shout out to him. Jonathan Harris. Um, his book, uh, Master of Ceremonies. That's probably the one exception of a book like of that type that I've read. Just because it was him and I, I wanted to read it. I knew it was going to be good content just because of the type of person he is. And it, it's such a good book, and it's, it's helped me out. It's made me change my thinking. I honestly need to read it more to get back doing some of that stuff, but it's been a big part of, like, changing my thinking or, like, you know, giving me some input of things I should do and all that. But 
those are two things I really enjoy uh, doing in terms of like my hobbies. Um, and oh, the last one was podcasting. So that's a new hobby I picked up recently. It's something I had, I had found myself watching, or wa- not watching, listening, sometimes watching, listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, I forgot why. I, I remember now. It was like 2017. There was a movie that came out. I watched and I was like, man, nobody's talking about this. And I really want to hear a different perspective on it. So um, I listened to a, a review on YouTube um, of a podcast on my grown podcast. Most people who know me, that's like my, my first go-to podcast like that I tell people about. Because that's the first podcast I got introduced to. I didn't even know what really podcasting was before that. I saw it, but I was like, eh, it's, like, it's nothing that interests me. But I listened to one episode. I was like, okay, they're pretty cool. They're fire. And I downloaded um, SoundCloud, listened to their other episodes. And before I knew it, I was binge-watching, and I became a huge fan. Was I a vocal fan? Not really, but I was a fan. And, like, you know, I was listening to them. And then as time went on, I saw different podcasts coming out. Um, Kevin on stage, I'm a big fan of his. Oh, that's another YouTuber I used to enjoy, really enjoyed. Watched, literally watched Kevin on stages. um his transition from living in Washington, Tacoma, Washington, you know, when he used to make the videos with his kids and, you know, Zay Zay and Jojo and all that stuff to him making the transition to um, ADD and um, really, you know, taking off more so of his career, you know, and he's hilarious and he's, he's a good natured guy, you know, those are content creators I like to support and I don't mind putting my money into because they have, a, they have their similar values in they make content that I enjoy, <laughs> but whatever. But anyway, on my grown podcast, listen to them. Um, from there, I started listening to Kev's podcast. I ended up started. I started watching, listening to another podcast of somebody I was subscribed to on YouTube. Um, Evan Combes. He's a he's a comedian based out of New York. Um, it's funny. Him and his two friends started it. Um, what is it called? Um, can we not podcast? <laughs> I listened to that. Ended up listening to because of the one whole co-host Melanie on um on my grown podcast. Started listening to advice from an F boy. Um, sometimes I listen to lip service, not as much because it's a lot. Sometimes it's 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 not one I want to listen to as much, but um, Kadeem and uh. The Vowels podcast, listen, there's so many different podcasts I listen to now, all from started from what's listening to that one podcast, and that is honestly the podcast I probably owe to starting my own podcast, they would always be like really uplifting, two college graduates from HBCUs, and they said, you really, you know, it's not that hard to start, you just gotta start and be consistent, and like just hearing them and their experiences and them being so relatable, it was just cool to have somebody like in a sense, like, who's in position to where you're going and listening to that different things and all this content. And I was like, I can do that. And I want to do that. I want to do something with my own niche. Hence why I started my podcast. Um, the Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. I was a recent graduate. <laughs> I want to talk about my my adventures of um <laughs> being, of what that's looked like since being out of school. And also kind of like, you know, just talk about who I am and just entertain people. And, you know, just be real and talk about things that I feel like people, other people don't talk about, I mean, just talk, <laughs> I like to talk, so, it's been, that's been a big reason why I've started podcasting, and it's been fun, it's, it's something I enjoy, I enjoy 
hearing feedback when people tell me, hey, I listened to your episode, or I enjoy, you know, even when somebody gives me, like, a, a quick critique, it's like, okay, cool, this I can improve. I enjoy, you know, posting on social media and seeing who actually looked at it. I enjoy collaborations, which I have been blessed enough to um, one pod, do one collaboration with one podcast so far. Um, which was recently last week. Shout out to them, Misfits Table Podcast. They're doing amazing things. You know, they're killing it out there. Um, but collaborations with friends, them, uh, Mr. Harris, an old boss, like somebody who's a professional, like a real adult professional, <laughs> things like that. This has been fun doing that and getting a different perspective and hearing people and, you know, doing something different outside my norm. This isn't what I usually do. You know, being this open and just talking. And, you know, this isn't something I would do unless you like you're around me as a friend. You, If you're around me as a friend, you know I talk and I don't shut up. But, like, you know, getting my voice out there and just having it be heard and doing this in this form, it's new for me. And I kind of enjoy it. I feel like I have a voice and I like it. But that's why, yeah, that's really why I've started podcasting and started doing that. Um, and it just, it makes time go fast, too. Before you know it, you're talking for, like, one point in time. You've been talking for a good amount of time. Like, man, it's, 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 it's I enjoy it. I do. If I haven't said that enough, I really do enjoy podcasting. Um, but moving on. I feel like, is there something else I want to say about that? Uh, I guess some of the things that I really, that make me happy about it is just, like, the feed, like I said, the feedback and, you know, learning new technical skills and learning a new skill. That that goes into one of my next things <laughs> about things that make me happy. Um, productivity and achievement. So I feel like I get very happy and I get excited when I feel like I've accomplished something or I've been productive and I've, I feel like there's a tangible thing I can see in my head or I can see in front of me that has been accomplished. You know, whether or not when, <laughs> um, when I was in college and I finished all my finals, that's but, uh, yeah, going on with what I was saying about um, basically finishing my finals. Um, excuse me if there's any background noise. I'm recording outside <laughs> just because it was a it was a kind of a quiet place to do so. Um, but basically, yeah, like finishing finals for for college um, at the end of the day, that was something I can definitely say was a a big, big big um accomplishment and it was just show productivity um my last semester as a senior because I was taking like 21 credits or something like that something ridiculous I had to do it to graduate gotta do what you gotta do um <laughs> funny enough I had like a a little mini nightmare the other night about that like man how many how many credits do I need to graduate or something like that but um just in general that just that thought process of <laughs> I'm finally done with all these things. I'm finally done with my finals. I can officially say I'm I'm a graduate now. Cause I had my I had my grades back and everything was cool there and all that stuff. But being able to say that and definitively be like, okay, cool, I'm finally out. I'm done. That was a good thing, and it just kind of goes with the thing. I feel like I'm at, I'm at my happiest when I'm being productive. I really do. When I'm able to, you know, sit down and work on something, especially something that's for my future or for something that will ultimately benefit me, 
or even if it's benefiting somebody else. Um, I feel like I'm like in my element, really. Man, it's just it's a good feeling, you know. Over overall, it just it just is to me. And I just I like it because I'm I'm very lazy. I've come to that conclusion. I'm very lazy, lazy in nature. And I mean, I, that's that's one of the things. It's not, hey, I'm not going to do anything about it. But it's like, hey, I accept that about myself. So when I am really able to to fix those things about myself or do something about things like that, I feel good about it. I really do. Or when I'm able to actually, like, buckle down and work on something, I feel good about it. And along with that, excuse me. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> no home training, obviously. Um me becoming the Eagle Scout was like a big part of that. Um, I felt like that's something I worked on for so, so long. I was in scouting for 11 years, maybe spent seven um, as a Boy Scout. And that's like, I'm talking from the time I was like in elementary school, like fifth grade, all through middle school, all through high school, being able to work on that and do that and get stuff done and really see this accomplishment before me, something I know I worked hard for and I worked my butt off for, it felt good. And I mean, when I tell you the achievement part, it feels good to be, sometimes it feels good to be recognized for the accomplishments that you make and for the work that you do. Um, as humans, that's our natural thing, like being recognized for some of the work that we do and having that, you know, when scientists, you know, make discoveries and stuff like that, it's great that they're doing it for, you know, the for mankind. But when you get a Nobel Peace Prize, it makes things a little bit sweeter, ultimately. You know, that's just human nature, and that's just normal in general. Um, but it's not something I, I can't say, like, achievement's, like, my top thing. But feeling, like, an inner sense of, like, achievement, like, when I'm being productive, that's what I can say is what really drives me. Sometimes it's to a detriment, though, I will say. Because there are times where I definitely have, like, just felt like I had to be productive and I put things together and just put an unnecessary, I guess, sense of like unnecessary standard on myself and like kind of did things, whether it was for like inner ego or just for, I guess, like having to feel like I have to be busy. And those have been things that aren't cool. Like during this quarantine, I made a whole schedule like Monday through Friday of things I wanted to do to accomplish or I need I wanted to work on or something like that um and ultimately you know I was like what am I doing it's not that serious if I spend a day that I'm not working all watching Netflix that's fine if I'm you know doing something productive that's cool too I don't have to be productive or doing something every you know waking moment um, that I'm alive, not that I'm alive, every waking moment that I'm like, I'm, I'm awake or something like that, there are times it's okay to rest, it's okay to do things that aren't as productive, it's, it's fine, you know, at the end of the day, I don't have to, do, like, I don't have to do that, I don't, I really don't, and that was a, it was a, it was a realization I'm glad I had, really, like, a couple of weeks ago, um, when I was kind of doing this self-awareness journey, and, you know, prayer and stuff like that, I was like, why am I putting this stuff on myself? It's not necessary. <laughs> but um, I guess enough about that topic. Another topic I want to talk about definitely is summer um, slash feelings of nostalgia. Those are things that I feel like really good about too in terms of of making me happy. 
summer's always been my favorite season. I love summer. I love being able to go swimming. I love being able to wear shorts and feel the sun on my skin and just be out and about. And, you know, not when it's too hot, not when it's too humid, when it's miserable. That's not cool. But, like, those comfortable days are, like, even those, like, sun, those days that it's where it is, like, the sun's beating down. But it's, like, you can breathe and stuff like that. I just enjoy those times. I enjoy seeing the flowers. I enjoy seeing everybody just kind of out and about doing things and being productive and all the events that come with it too well you have all the summer festivals you have trips to the beach trips to Atlantic City you have the boardwalks the um the carnivals the amusement parks I'm not a big amusement park person but you know carnivals or local fairs and stuff like that so police (laughs) all those things I I enjoy that it make it's fun it's something that keeps me going Honestly, because winter months are, like, some of the most, like, for a lot of people, some of the most depressing times. I don't see it as necessarily depressing. It's just boring, and it's just like, eh, I'm tired of it. I guess it's it's a little, you know, a little sad, but it's more so, it's just, it's, it's inconvenient. I, even though I'm born in the winter, and I love my birth month and, you know, everything that surrounds it and my birthday and everything, I don't enjoy it in terms of the weather because I live in, you know, an area where... This is where you have uh you have snow. You have all four seasons. Um starting to feel more like two or three now, but <laughs> really you're supposed to have all four seasons. And during the time like that, I'm generally never able to um I'll never be able to have a, a swimming party <laughs> on my birthday. I'm never gonna be able to go to the beach on my birthday, unless I, I travel somewhere, like, say, Florida, or I'm going somewhere tropical, like, the Bahamas, or Jamaica, or somewhere like that, or I'm, maybe even Mexico, unless I'm doing one of those things, I'm probably never going to celebrate my birthday in a tropic weather, You get if you get what I mean, so I enjoy it, because it's just, like, it, it, it shows rebirth, it shows life, it shows, like, you know, all these different things like everybody I feel like everybody like universally loves summer you know except people who really hate heat but just it's you're able to do more things during the summer and there's like there's even summer songs you know summer bops cookouts and all that stuff just times where people come out with albums that are like yeah this is gonna be perfect through the summer it's gonna you know bring people together it's gonna be like one of those um one of your soundtracks for the summer things like that I I enjoy that um, and I, I'm saying, like, <laughs> there's a couple more things that are kind of like, um, I guess you could say, um, they're, they're up in air. It's like weird things that, are, that make me happy, but this is my show and I talk <laughs> about these things. Um, feelings and nostalgia is another, uh, nostalgia, nostalgia, I can't talk y'all, uh, I already told you that, <laughs> is another thing that makes me, um, makes me happy. It really does. I feel like when I'm remembering things from my childhood, whether it's like a old video game, a TV show that I used to watch, you know, hanging out with friends, going to the circus with my grandparents, um, going on trips with my family, just fun times, you know, time a family member visited or traveling and, you know, seeing my brothers at school and taking them to school and stuff like that. Times like that are things I think I'll always, like, hold in my heart and dear to me. Or even, like, being in school and stuff like that and, you know, 
making friends and, you know, going out with friends and really just, um, you know, just memories from elementary school, like a favorite teacher and stuff like that. Or like I said, going out with friends and doing different things. Those are things that are always, 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 you know, be at the helm of my memories. Uh, I just thought about something. Sorry. Um, just cause it's, it's just something I enjoy. Sometimes I get so, do I do get too caught up in it, but it's because those are, those are different times. Like I just think about like the early 2000s and stuff like that and how different it is from now and how in some point in time being in 2020, I'm going to look back on 2020 with <laughs> memories of nostalgia. Maybe, I don't know. I think it's still, it's still going to be a good year, but like, there are going to be things that I look back on during this time period and be like, I kind of miss that. Or I remember when we did X, Y, and Z, or I remember this, or, I remember that. And it's just funny to think about in that, in, in that sense of things. But I, I love going down a, a trip of nostalgia and just remembering. It feels good. Especially it helps you, like, understand where you're going to. Um, Late Night Drives with a nice vibe, or, or I, I say nice vibe in song that you're going on. Um... I like just being on a highway late night, like if I'm coming from somewhere and we're it's late and we have music on, we're just on the highway, it's not a lot of people there, it's just dark. And like you say you're going past a city and like you're going over a bridge, you have like that nice skyline with the lights and stuff like that. I just enjoy stuff like that. For some people that might be corny, but it's not corny to me. I, I really enjoy it because it's just relaxing and it's just, it has like this nice little feeling to it. If nothing else, I will probably, I don't live in a big city now, but I feel like if nothing else, living in a big city, um, with, where there's a nice, a nice skyline or like, you know, just nice lights and like, you know, coming in and out with the hustle and bustle, that'd probably be one benefit to it. And something I would probably enjoy is just driving at nighttime where I'm seeing like the city lights and just like driving past and just looking at things. I feel like I would really enjoy that. If, if nothing, if nothing, nothing else, you know, for living in a large city. I don't have any aspiration to really live in one necessarily. I'd rather work in one and probably live in like a, the outskirts or like the suburb of it. But as far as living in it, it's just, it's a lot that comes with it that I don't think I will ever want to do. But that's one of those other like little, <laughs> you say, weird corny <laughs> things that you can say just make me happy. Music is a, um is the next thing I want to talk about that makes me happy. Music is something I feel like I discovered for myself. Um, maybe back in like 2010-09, that's when I really started. Before that, before that. 2008, I started really discovering and listening to music for myself. I always heard music as a kid growing up, but I never was into it. I just never paid attention to it. I, I used to like it. But it just wasn't something that like was at the helm of like what I was paying attention to. But as I got older and my teen years and stuff like that, you know, you start being fans of people, and I just hold it to a, a high standard. Music, it just helps me feel different things. Like if I'm feeling happy, there's a song that I'll, I'll associate something with. If I'm feeling sad, there's a song I associate it with. If I feel like I need some strength, there's a song I'll associate it with. If I just feel like relaxing and just you know decompressing. Music feels good to me, you know, and I have a passion for music. I may not be 
able to play an instrument. I may not be a singer. It's not my ministry or, you know, necessarily. I'm trying to think of the words that I I, I had. I may not be a, a creator of music, but I definitely appreciate the art of music and understand the importance of music. There's nothing like it at all. There's nothing else in the world that's like it. And it's a it's a it's something that connects people at the end of the day. You can play a piece of music for one group of people. They can have all types of different lifestyles. They can come from you can have the poorest of the poor, the richest of the rich. You can have the the you know the the roughest of the rough, the nicest of the nice, whatever you want to say. Just people who have completely different backgrounds. Somebody who's who's from Spain or who's from the UK. Um, and somebody who's from, <clears throat> you know, Nigeria, um, just so in two different spectrums, somebody from Latin America, somebody from Asia, there's so many different places and so many different things, but one piece of music, one piece of music can connect them and can bring them together and all because of like a word or, a, or somebody who's singing or even a bass line or something like that. It's, it's things that just like that, that just interest me and make me feel like, wow, it's kind of cool that we're so connected like that and how music can, how music can connect us like that, really. And that's why I enjoy it. It, it literally brings a, it lights me, it lights up my face and it makes me happy when I talk to somebody and I'm like, hey, do you listen to so-and-so? And they're like, yeah. And then you start going down that conversation of like, man, have you ever heard this song by him? And have you ever heard this song by them? And we heard this song by her and stuff like that. Um, this is a good feeling. It really is. <laughs> it is. Just, it's a good way to decompress. And with music, sometimes I be. I, I feel like there are times I, I'm in moods where I can't listen to it. I'm just like, ah, I'm not in the mood for music. And that's probably one of the things that sucks about liking it so much. Is like I, I don't feel like listening to it right now. But it when it hits, it hits. When it doesn't hit, it doesn't hit. <laughs> But I just love music, and it just makes me, it brings happiness to myself, and to my soul in general. Um, the holidays, I'll say more so Christmas and New Year's, There's a, that's always been something that's made me happy. Really, really has made me happy. I, I just enjoy those times because it just, like, as a kid, you know, yeah, it was about presents and stuff like that, and it was, like, about, and I'm not, I'm gonna keep it real. Like, you know, we, it was about giving. We knew Jesus was the reason for the season, but you know, those are times of, oh, you're getting presents, stuff like that. But it wasn't just that. It was like the other thing that surrounded it, like the ambiance of it. Like, there's nothing like waking up Christmas day and you hear, you smell Christmas dinner cooking. Um, or, you know, you have, you see all the decorations in your house or everybody's just kind of like, joyful and in a, uh, a, a jolly mood. And now that I'm getting older, I find a lot of people don't have those jolly moods. They find it kind of sad. I guess it's just because it's different, especially when you're an adult and how Christmas is kind of like packaged to us. It, you you kind of lose some of that understanding and don't understand as much when you get older. But that's a, that's a whole other conversation. But like just the Christmas ambiance and all those things that encompass it, the little things, being around family, and this is the one time that y'all are together and you're, you know, trying to be nice to each other and stuff like that. It just those times, like outside of like, you know, if you're the occasional bad mood or whatever that you may be in or somebody else is in, those feel those feel good. 
And that's why I enjoy enjoy Christmas time. Those are those those are those feelings that you you have, and I, even giving to people too. I enjoy that aspect of it. I feel like that's what I enjoy more so now than anything. Um, the look of somebody's face when you get them something, when you listened or you really took the time to be thoughtful about something, and you know felt like this is something that they would really appreciate or enjoy. Um, that's what I like about the holiday. And I just like that, you know, it feels like, and some people may say it's fake, but it feels like during this time, people are generally a lot more nicer (laughs) sometimes. And I'll say kind, you know, kind being the biggest word, you know, or aspect of that. Like, I feel like during these times, you really have people who are, who are trying to like, you know, be trying to be, I guess, you know, a little bit more human to each other. Like, it's there, if it's during the holidays, you're in the store, people say, happy holidays, you know, enjoy your holidays, or I hope you have a good one for your family. Holidays because, you know, everybody doesn't celebrate Christmas and, you know, this or um, or New Year's. There's a lot of different holidays that you're celebrating, you know, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, and so forth. Um, and any other ones I'm not aware of. But, you know, people say happy holidays to you, and I feel like people mean it. People smile a little bit more, you know. If you're you you you're more likely to see these these acts of kindness, you know, and quote unquote Christmas miracles when you're when you're you know out and about, you know, just during the hustle and bustle of Christmas. It's it's real, it's real. I feel it. I feel it. Even if it's if it feels like it, it might be fake, I feel like there is a real spirit around it, a good spirit. Um, that's why it always, always breaks my heart when I see, like, really sad things happen during the holidays because I'm just like, you know, this is a time of celebration. And this is a time that, you know, a lot of people are are happy and, you know, people are are supposed to really be together with family and, you know, just kind of clinging around each other. And not even necessarily, if not if they don't have family, which I feel, I really feel bad for. This is a time to, like, you know find, I guess, some type of inner cheer, whether that's volunteering or doing something like that. It's just a time I feel like it, it should be happy and something felt by all. But when things tragic happen during these times or, like, you know, something really negative, like, if I hear somebody's house, if, like, somebody loses their house during that time, like, it burns down or something like that, I feel for them because I'm just like, geez, that's the worst. It's no good time for that to happen, but I'm like, that's just the worst time. You're, and you're so probably caught up in the Christmas, um, you know, stuff of of getting things ready that you you you're probably already exhausted so for that to happen it's just like god it's another thing on top of everything or even losing a family member it's it's i've dealt with that a couple of times it's not fun and i've talked about that on a, a christmas episode in general um but uh yeah holidays christmas holidays just always makes me feel happy and my thing is if nothing else if we don't got presents to give to each other we have you know, stuff to get from five and below, or we don't got nothing but, like, some twine or whatever. As long as we have something to eat, um, a warm place to stay, and maybe, you know, like to watch a movie or something like that, or just do little things that don't cost much, or do things that, you know, are more intimate, I feel like I'm good, and I now understand why my mom says that, but that's something that makes me happy, um, (laughs) in general. Another thing, and I'm kind of winding down, now 
is is cooking. Cooking is something I can say definitely makes me happy. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy more specifically, let me say I enjoy cooking for for others and cooking big amount of food. I like when people like compliment <laughs> what I'm making or you know, people are happy and like they're enjoying themselves and like entertaining, I guess you could say is what I enjoy. Like I that's one of the things I look forward to doing when I get my own home is being able to um have a dinner party and have people over or like have a little potluck where you know hey we're we're playing we're having a movie night or we're playing game having a game night or something like that and we're just at the crib I I cook something you bring something you know a bottle of wine or whatever you want to bring uh or like other libations things like that I enjoy that and I I enjoy because I like trying new recipes and I enjoy that entertaining aspect but I enjoy because it it's just something that just, it's relaxing to me. It's stressful, but it's relaxing at the same time, if that makes sense. It's relaxing in a sense of like, you know, I'm making something, I'm in my element, I'm doing things. Stressful in a sense of you got to pay attention, you could burn something and it, it don't come out because <laughs> it doesn't come out how you want it to. But, you know, really, excuse me, really relaxing in that sense of just like, I'm, I'm in my own and I'm having fun and stuff like that. Um, another thing, I'll, uh, I, I don't know, part of cooking is, you know, cooking with other people and learning different recipes and learning different things is, is, is cool too. I really enjoy that aspect um, as well. Excuse me one second. Um, sorry, y'all. <laughs> Just got distracted by message. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy that aspect too. Um, you know, working with other people and trying different different recipes, or you know, helping each other out in the kitchen. Those are some of my fondest memories at Lincoln. Um, was during those times where we were in the kitchen cooking a meal together, and I was with my friends. Um, with like, you know, just making different things. Like I might make something, another friend might make something. And like, if you were at my university, you understand that, uh, <laughs> um, you really understand that our kitchen, especially in LLC was very small, even in, 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 I guess, you know, once ASL got kitchens, those are small too, but it was a little bit more space to work with, um, but really being able to be in the LLC, really being the LLC, that was just like, it was tight. It was very tight. It was like <laughs> maybe the size of an apartment kitchen. But being in there and cooking and doing different things and stuff like that, I it was fun. And especially like when we'd have our, our family dinners and stuff like that, when we'd sit down and we'd eat and we'd talk, it, it made me feel like I was back home um, with my family when we had like a, a holiday dinner or something like that. Or just, you know, really just with people who cared about me and we could just sit down and just enjoy ourselves and just, if nothing else, if this was no, nothing else, like, there was a, if there was nothing else to do that weekend, it wasn't a party going on, if we were bored out of our minds, being able to say we sat down and we ate and we did this and we enjoyed ourselves, it felt good. I can really say I felt good about that, you know, and... <clears throat> Those are just like one of the best memories I have from Lincoln. It's funny, like there's one time 
Um, I think I already talked about it where <laughs> we 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 cooked a whole bunch of we cooked a meal in in LLC and we literally it was snowing outside and we we took everything, we got everything up and we literally lugged it over to 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 ASL. And it was it was during the snowstorm of my freshman year. So twenty sixteen when all that snow came. It was ridiculous, but we were out there. We did our best. We we found some card. We found some things. We we made it work. <laughs> we did, and we had a we had a good time that night. We really did have a good time. Um, <laughs> just thinking about it now, but that's why I like cooking. I like sharing with others. I like sharing a meal with others. I like the talk that you have, the communication you have over a good meal. I like you know entertaining others and you know bringing a smile to others' faces. Um, looking at the last thing, um, speaking of smiles, <laughs> me and my segues, the, the last thing I can say definitely makes me happy and I really enjoy is, is comedy and laughing. So, um, if you hang around me or you know me <laughs> really intimately, um, even if not so much, you know that I'm a person that I like to laugh. I like to make jokes too. Some of them hit, some of them don't, but <laughs> I like to laugh. I like to make people laugh. I like joking around. Like, that's just my thing. Um, and I have a very dark sense of humor. I won't get into that, as you probably saw last week. <laughs> but I have a, I, I just enjoy enjoy laughing in general. Enjoy laughing with people. There's nothing like having a good old laugh where, y'all can't, where you can't breathe and <laughs> you can't talk. And, like, every time you try to start talking again, you just start cracking up again. <laughs> it's just, like, ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> laughing now. I don't know why. But and the laughing's infect laughing is infectious too. It you can't help but laugh at somebody else who's laughing. You don't even know it's funny, but like when some people laugh, it's just like, why are you laughing like that? You can't help it. Um you know, but in general. Um I this is something I, I enjoy doing and it's I would I I I one day, you know, I had the ability to do comedy. The stand up, just I, re- I I like the art. I kind of I don't understand the art completely. I don't understand the business, but I understand it is an art form. I would never take that from anybody. But just being able to do like an open mic, <laughs> just just tell some. Sorry, y'all. Phone keeps dropping. <laughs> but just to be able to tell some jokes and make people laugh, even if they're you know, even if it's like ten minutes or something like that, or fifteen minutes, just be able to do that. Not necessarily professionally because I have no interest in it at all, but just to try it, just to see what it's like. I think I would enjoy it. I really would enjoy it. Um, just because it, it just seems it just it's just fun, and you know I have some being around my friends. I have some of the funniest friends in the world. <laughs> some of the funniest friends in the world. Like even if it's not their the things that they say that you just don't you never know what's gonna come out their mouths. <laughs> If you don't, if it's not what they're, you know, what they're saying out their mouths, it's their mannerisms or their actions that just make, it's just comical all around, you know, and it's just, it's good to be around that type of energy. It is, because you, when you're around energy that's laughing and, you know, enjoying and you're just cracking up and you're, you're near that, you can't be unhappy. You can't be. <laughs> you can't be unhappy. It's, it's not possible to be around such comical, funny people in like, be unhappy. I mean, it's it's possible. I I can't say that, but 
it, it just it lifts you up, you know, it gives you a brighter outlook on things. And that's the, those things that make me happy. And so I hope I make y'all laugh. I don't it's kind of hard um, on this podcast <laughs> to do that. I run I run better off the energy of others. So unless it's something like a story that I'm telling or whatever, you know, is very hard to make people laugh or if I'm telling one of my awkward moments. Those are, those are, those are good, those are good old laughs, those are good times, <laughs> those are good times, um, but, yeah, as far as everything, things that make me happy, um, I guess I kind of conclude my list, if I think of some other things, I'll, maybe I'll do a, a little segment every week where I talk about one thing that makes me happier, or something like that, I don't know, I'm throwing out ideas, I say a lot of stuff, if I remember it, I remember it, if I don't, I don't, but, <laughs> um, as far as my list for today, that, that pretty much concludes it, um, and that, that really concludes our episode for the week. You know, I hope you guys enjoy the change. Um, I hope you guys enjoy um, the new kind of like switch of the setup that I've done, you know, given information at the beginning. If you made it this long, y'all really F with me. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, and I'm probably going to give my, my awkward moment of the week just because I feel like I always want to kind of keep at the end or or so. And it's because I feel like that makes more sense um, in terms of what I want to do. And it, it works with wrapping up. But so this week, talking about awkward moments, awkward moments, awkward moments. I And I do this off the top of my head. So if there's like a little bit of a brain thing or whatever, that's me thinking because I don't really have them ahead of time. Um, since we're talking about being happy <laughs> and things like that, I guess one of my awkward moments I'll do is surrounded by that. So... Awkward moment, awkward moment, awkward moment, awkward moment. What's an awkward moment I want to bring up? What's around being happy? An awkward moment, an awkward moment. Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Um, I guess an awkward moment is <laughs> wrong. Uh, being happy would be, um, dang, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> okay, it might not be awkward moments surrounding being happy. Uh, oh, okay. Perfect awkward moment. Just something recently happened to me the other day. <laughs> it really has nothing to do with being happy. Um, maybe I'll give two because I haven't given a couple of weeks. Uh, yesterday, I was at the store. I had to get some supplies, and I thought I saw somebody I knew in the store, because I know somebody who works at that store. I was like, oh, hey, and I waved, and I looked up, and they were like, hi, and I was like, oh, you're not who I thought you were, (laughs) so (laughs) that was very awkward, and that whole time, I was just, like, looking back and forth, I'm like, let me get out of this aisle, because I don't feel like dealing with the the awkwardness of that situation at all, you know, (laughs) it was just like, eh. Uh, <laughs> uh, weird. I hate I hate cringeworthy things like that, and that was just so awkward. I I really thought it because it's it's harder now, because you know, with everything going on, and people wearing masks and stuff like that, you can only really see eyes and like you know maybe hair and stuff like that. And so if those are things that, um, you feel like are representative, or you can, you know, you can, or if those are things that you, you, you think it's that person, 
and they're not always guaranteed, then you're going to make that mistake of seeing somebody. You really are going to make that mistake. And sometimes people spot you before you before you can spot them, which is another not-so-great thing about this. You'll be, like, working, and you'll be doing something, and, like, you just speaking, like, hey, oh, okay. You're <laughs> not who I thought you were. Like, now I guess I made a new friend. <laughs> I guess I did. I guess I made a, a made a new friend today, with my with my awkward and ambient and introverted energy, and I, I I'm a new friend. I wasn't guaranteeing that I was gonna make. Um, another big thing too, just talking about um, <laughs> talking about awkward moments and stuff like that. Is when I meet people for the first time, and I'm feeling you out. I have awkward energy. I do awkward introvert energy, and that's how we how I think come friends with a lot of people. Um, if it doesn't take time over, if it doesn't, if it's not over a period of time where like, you know, I just kind of fill you out. But along with that, it's kind of like if I'm filling you out or whatever, I probably get adopted by a lot of extroverts. <laughs> it's just like, oh, we gonna be friends? Okay, cool. You know, we have similar interests. I'm fine with that. But that's how it really be like. It's like, oh, um, hi, how are you? Okay. Um, yeah, I like that. Yep. Um. Oh, really? I like that. To, you know, can't <laughs> get a word in edgewise or like the awkward, like, turn, talk, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's weird. But yeah, those are my two awkward moments or or awkward things I want to talk about for the week. And, you know, once again, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next week. Bye.